minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday, Tanis Esther morning. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
כל אחד הוא בן או בת של מלך. ככה היה, וככה זה גם עלה, יהודים נשמה בוערת. בכל מקום ובכל ארץ, לא רוצה שיהיה אחרת. יהודי אני, זה מה שהוא נצחי. בני אברהם, יצחק ויעקב, בני ישראל
Jewish music international sensation off of his amazing Keep Climbing album, the one and only Avraham Freed!
Thank you so much. Good evening. Shalimah Lechem. Welcome, welcome. We've got a wonderful audience here tonight. Baruch Hashem. Let's hear it for half. 26. What do you say?
this court will please come to order. Mr. Rabinowitz, you are the foreman of the jury. Have you reached a verdict? Judge, Your Honor, we have been listening to the facts in this case for six weeks, and it has been a wonderful experience for us all. We, the jury, would like to thank you for the way you have conducted this case. Thank you, Mr. Rabinowitz. But the verdict, please. Certainly, Your Honor. We, the jury, Mr. Cohen, Mr. Fine, Mr. Landsberg, the lovely Mrs. Berkowitz. Thank you, Mr. Rabinowitz. You're welcome. Mr. Rabinowitz, the verdict. Coming, Your Honor. Mr. Goldberg, Mr. Katz, Mr. Stein, Mrs. Cantor, Mr. I'm not lovely. The lovely Mrs. Cantor. Lovely. Mr. Rabinowitz. Mr. Finkelstein, Mr. Bloom, and Mr. Pinkus the Furrier. Your Honor, the 12 of us have spent the past four days in the jury room debating this case. And we examined the evidence pro and con and backwards and forwards to decide in the American way, did he or didn't he do it? Mr. Rabinowitz, the verdict, and now. Immediately, Your Honor. We, the jury, after careful deliberation on this case, have decided we shouldn't mix in. J.M. in the A.M. Getting closer and closer to Purim, as you could tell from the comedy selections that we have on the air during the month of Adar. It is Thursday, March 9th, the 11th of Adar. Good morning, everybody. Hope your fast is going fast so far. In the New York area, the fast ends, uh, oh, I don't know, somewhere around 640, I guess, in that area. Make sure you know when things uh, end and start where you are. And is there any area of the world listening right now where the fast has not started yet? Yeah, plenty of places where it hasn't started yet. So make sure you know when things start and uh, when they end uh, for you um, on this Tannis Esther. Uh, 52 degrees outside here in the New York area. I know it's hard to believe 52. Wow. Um, 29% humidity, Windsor West at 13. Sunday today, a high 58. Snow tomorrow morning with a high 39. Yerushalayim is at 71 degrees. That's nice. We're at 52 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM and the M. Tanis Esther morning. Chanukah Purim begins on Saturday night in Yerushalayim. It begins on Sunday night. Uh, this Shabbos is Shabbos Zohar. Tomorrow is our Friday edition of JM and the AM. It'll be yet another important Friday to tune in and hear the uh, take on current events when I speak with Malcolm Holmline tomorrow morning. And uh, wishing everybody a happy, freilichen, wonderful, incredible Simchat Purim from all of us here at JM in the AM. A wonderful holiday of Purim. Yesterday, Zusha was here. If you missed any of that, you can go to the Nachum Siegel Network page on Facebook. There's an amazing Facebook live video of Zusha's appearance here at uh, JM in the AM. That was pretty cool. We have a full day on our network this morning, to say the least. We are going to um, speak with someone who was there when the Team Israel won three straight games of the World Baseball Classic. That will be coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Could you imagine? Israel, the first team to qualify as a qualifier without an automatic bid, 
to go 3-0 and in the opening round. Pretty cool, huh? Uh, they now go to the next round, which is another round-robin round. And uh, that begins for us Saturday night. On Purim, Saturday night, I think 10 p.m. Eastern time. That's when Israel will play its next game. And we'll see what kind of shot they have in the next round. Uh, one of the things that I was glad to hear about is that uh, when you advance to the second round, you automatically have a bid uh, the next time there's a World Baseball Classic. So four years from now, it seems Israel will already have an automatic bid, which is also pretty cool. Anyway, so we'll do that. Plus, uh, I am told that both Ruchama Klapman and Jay Booksbaum will join us. Uh, today is a day that, well, normally, you know, the uh, the Megillah is right after Tanis Esther. And uh, the Megillah and the uh, Purim celebration begins right away. This year, uh, Tanis Esther will end tonight, and the Megillah and the Purim celebration will begin on Saturday night. But still, we're going to utilize the opportunity today to talk about the uh, dangers of uh, getting all too involved in the drinking aspect of the holiday. So I'll be coming up at the 8 o'clock hour. And uh, plenty more between now and 9 o'clock. Our network has an amazing schedule today, some great shows. We'll go through all the details coming up. Uh, So I highly recommend you keep it here all through the day. You'll be happy you did, trust me. There's a tremendous amount of great programming coming up, as we have every single day right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. All right, uh, let's continue. 24 minutes before 7 o'clock, we say good morning. Hope your fast is going well. Here's Ohad. Oh, 
יעקב, צהלה ושמחה, בראותם יחד את חילת מרדכי. שושנת יעקב, צהלה ושמחה, בראותם יחד את חילת מרדכי. שושנת יעקב, צהלה ושמחה, בראותם יחד את חילת מרדכי. שושנת יעקב, צהלה ושמחה, בראותם יחד את חילת מרדכי.
the end. It's been a good life, but it's the end. Where is my son Simo that came to see me from California? Hello, Papa. Goodbye, Simo. Simo, my son. It's the end. Don't say that, Papa. It's not the end. Even at the end, my own son is telling me what to say. <laughs> Simo, my boy, believe me, it's the end. All right, Papa, I believe you. It's the end. Simo, I liked it better when you were arguing with me. Papa, is there anything I can get for you? Yes. One thing before I go. I would like one piece of Mama's delicious apple strudel. It's my last wish. I'll get it for you, Papa. What else could a man want but the taste of Mama's apple strudel on his lips when he goes? I'm a lucky man. I'm back, Papa. Oh, good. The apple strudel. No, Papa. I didn't get it. Mama says you can't have any. What do you mean? Can't happen. She said the strudel is for after the funeral. Esther morning. It's America's one and only Jewish 
moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NahumSiegel.com. On the NahumSiegel Network and, of course, on our beloved NSN app, Galitzal in the background. Do our news from Israel coming up. Plenty more music, whole bunch of stuff between now and 9 a.m. At 9 o'clock, we have an amazing, amazing lineup uh, that will keep us going throughout the entire day, including a live no lunch coming up at 11 o'clock. <laughs> Who knows what will happen today during the live lunch. Can never tell, especially on a Thursday. And um, I remind you tomorrow morning, the weekly update, Malcolm Honline joins us in the 7 o'clock hour tomorrow. Make sure to be tuned in. Make sure to tell all your friends how well worth it it is to uh, establish for themselves a method to listen to Jam and AM and the Nahum Siegel Network, whether it's a web radio or the auxiliary cable in your car or Bluetooth in your car or the telephone number that you can call and listen or listening on the um, on your computer or listening through archives later in the day. Spread the word. Tell your friends how well worthwhile it is to be a Jam and the AM and Nahum Siegel Network listener no matter where they are around the world. They will thank you for that. That's right. You convince them and they thank you. It's amazing. Galitzal in, uh, in the background. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio. 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JNM. הותר לפרסום כי שבה קצר פעיל חיזבאללה מקלקיליה שתכנן פיגוע חטיפה, כתבנו אריאל זיגלר. ועצור בן 23 גויס לחיזבאללה באמצעות חשבון פייסבוק של הארגון המשמש לגיוס פעילים. הוא שמר על קשר עם מפעיליו דרך האינטרנט והונחה על ידם לבצע פעולות שונות, בין היתר איסוף מידע על בסיסי צה"ל ואתרים שונים בעיר העתיקה בירושלים. כמו כן הוא הונחה לבצע פיגוע חטיפה ולהעביר את החטוף לשטח לבנון. כתב אישום הוגש נגדו בבית המשפט הצבאי בשומרון. זמר מוכר נעצר בחשד שהיכה את בת זוגו ברחוב בתל אביב לעיני עוברים ושבים. כתבנו איתמר קציר. על פי החשד הזמר ובת זוגו יצאו לבלות ובמהלך הערב התפתח ביניהם ויכוח. בת הזוג יצאה מהרכב והזמר הלך אחריה והיכה אותה בפניה. הוא נעצר זמן קצר לאחר מכן ויובא בהמשך היום להארכת מעצר. בית הדין הארצי לעבודה קבע כי רעיית ראש הממשלה שרה נתניהו לא תוכל לערער על פסק הדין בעניין מני נפתלי וגיא אליהו שהועסקו במעון ראש הממשלה. כתובתנו דור מימון. בית הדין הארצי לעבודה קבע כי נתניהו לא תוכל לערער על פסקי הדין שפסקו לעובדי המעון לשעבר פיצויים כספיים בשל התעמרות ויחס פוגעני שספגו ממנה. הסיבה להחלטה היא שבעת התנהלו התיקים בבית המשפט האזורי לעבודה, שרה נתניהו בחרה שלא להיות צד להליך. אם הייתה צעד, ודאי הייתה יכולה לערער כיום. נתניהו תידרש לשלם לאליהו ונפתלי הוצאות משפט בשווי 6,000 שקלים. בג"ץ דחה את העתירות שהגישו חבר הכנסת אראל מרגלית והפעיל הפוליטי אלדד יניב על פרשת הצוללות. כתבנו נתנאל דרשן. בעניין העתירה לפתוח בחקירה פלילית בפרשת הצוללות כתב השופט רובינשטיין כי מאז הגשתה כבר החלה חקירה בעניין, לפיכך מתייתרת העתירה. בעניין נציגו של היועץ המשפטי אביחי מנדלבליט בתיקי נתניהו, נכתב כי מתוקף תפקידו רשאי מנדלבליט לעסוק בכל נושא, וכי בג"ץ כבר קבע שהוא כשיר לכהן כיועץ המשפטי לממשלה, למרות תפקידו הקודם כמזכיר הממשלה. בטורקיה ממשיכים להשוות את ממשלת גרמניה למשטר הנאצי ובברלין מגיבים בזעם, כתובתנו קרן בן מרדכי. על פי דיווח ברשת NTV הטורקית, שר החוץ של טורקיה אמר כי ממשלת גרמניה הנוכחית אינה נאצית במהותה, אולם צעדיה מזכירים את רוח תקופת המשטר הנאצי. מתחילת השבוע התבטא הנשיא ארדואן באופן דומה על רקע ביטול כנסים פוליטיים של ממשלו בגרמניה. קאנצלרית גרמניה אנגלה מרקל הגיבה על דברי שר החוץ הטורקי והכריזה כי ההשוואה למשטר הנאצי חייבת להיפסק. 
הלשכה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה העלתה היום את האומדן לצמיחת המשק ברבעון הרביעי של השנה שעברה ל-6.5, שלוש עשיריות האחוז יותר מההערכה הראשונה שלה. כתבנו תומר ורון מציין כי בשנת 2016 כולה צמח המשק בשיעור גבוה של 4%. ומזג האוויר היום שרבי עם טמפרטורות של מעל ל-30 מעלות, עם זאת מחר ירידה ניכרת במידות החום ומהצהריים אף ייתכן גשם מקומי קל. אלה החדשות שעורך ניתאי ענבי. Let's make a hummus now. 
and squeeze the dough with me. Pinch and squeeze and you will see. Hummus hat was just like that. Let's make a hummus now. Hey there, Chaim. Hi, David. And hi, it's Batsheva and Chavi. Wow, great costumes. For a minute, I thought it was Mordechai and Esther and Achashverosh and Vashti coming to deliver Shalach Manos. Wow, those Hamantashen look great. Oh, 
time we car. I'm gonna rush, 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 rush. I'm gonna rush, 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 rush. I'm gonna rush, 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 rush. Hi, with Goldberg reporting, sir. Yes, Private, what is it? Well, Major, it's like this. I heard you needed a person for a mission impossible, and here I am. <laughs> oh, good boy, Goldberg. This is a dangerous and top-secret assignment. Now, first, you'll take a jet. You'll fly at 30,000 feet, and then you'll parachute out over enemy territory. I'll take a jet, and I'll fly it at 30,000 feet, and I'll parachute out. Major... Don't worry about a thing. It wouldn't happen. <laughs> I'm afraid of heights. Hmm, well, I suppose we can get you there by boat. Now, when you get to the enemy campsite, you'll steal one of their camels and ride due east 41 miles to the bridge. Let us review. <laughs> when I get to the enemy campsite, I'll steal a camel and ride him due east 41 miles to the bridge. Major, don't worry about a thing. It'll never take place. I'm frightened of animals. All right, Goldberg. Uh, you'll walk to the bridge. Now, when you get there, you'll take the 100 pounds of high-explosive TNT, you'll tie it on your back, then you'll tie yourself to one of the main beams under the bridge, and when the enemy tanks are crossing, you'll blow up the bridge. Aha! Now, that's a plan. <laughs> a hundred pounds of TNT on my back then I'll tie myself to the bridge and when the tanks come boom don't you worry major and I'm not going to worry either because I'm not going to do it from the boom alone I get such a migraine private private I, I just don't understand you you're afraid to fly you're frightened of animals you're terrified of high explosives why did you come in here in response to my request for a volunteer major i came to tell you that on me you shouldn't depend thursday morning Thomas esther here at jm in the am <laughs> uh, a little bit of comedy a little bit of comedy as we uh, continue the march on to the holiday of Purim. Congratulations to Team Israel. They're 3-0 and in the World Baseball Classic. We'll talk more about that about a half hour from now. Check in with somebody who's actually there at all the games, which is pretty cool. So we'll have that for you. Today's a big day at the uh, Nahum Siegel Network. A uh, whole host of amazing uh, programs, shows that you should um, pay careful attention to. Listen to this. Coming up at 9 o'clock. Unlocking Greatness, Charlie Harari with an in-depth look at pursuing significance. Spin class at 9.30, Michael Fragan with uh, Phil Goldfeder on the latest politics, including will the President of the United States ever stop tweeting? Uh, coming up at 10 o'clock, it is uh, Allison Josephs, an encore of Jew in the City Speaks, with an interview with Kerry Barcone about the journey that led to Rebitson Tap. At 10.30 this morning, that's life. Miriam L. Wallach is going to be speaking with a special guest. Um, give me a second here. Uh, with a nod to Tanis Esther and to International Women's Day, it'll be Stern College professor Shoshana Schechter joining Miriam L. Wallach discussing great women in Tanakh and how 
they shaped a nation. Um, 11 o'clock, it'll be a Thursday live lunch without the lunch. We'll be here in our New York City studio on a Tanis Esther afternoon. Throwback Thursday will be a Purim celebration from 2003 with guest host Mayor Weingarten. 4 o'clock JM Rewind with the armchair conversation I had with Josh Fass and Tony Gelbart. And we'll just continue to march on to the holiday of Purim. Tomorrow morning, of course, Erev Shabbos Zachar here at JM in the AM with a weekly update. And plenty more. Thursday, sunshine and a high of 58. Wow. Rain tonight, snow tomorrow in this area. Yerushalayim at 71 degrees. That's pretty good. 52 here in New York City as we continue with Simcha Liner.
that is infected with the virus in spyware. This virus is sending your credit card details, Facebook login, and personal email. I'm not 
Hello? Hello? Is the gypsy of the house in? <laughs> Hello, sweetheart. I am your friendly neighborhood gypsy. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Miriam Boite. Internationally famous clairvoyant, fortune teller, mystic, Palmist, astrologer, and caterer. <laughs> caterer? Yeah. On Fridays, I make fortune cookies. <laughs> now, how may I sign you with my supernatural powers? Well, I'm not really sure. Don't be bashful, darling. I also read cards, tea leaves, bumps on the head, crystal balls, in se habla espanol. Well, maybe you can help me. I must contact my dear departed grandmother. Can you hold us youngs and bring her back so that I can talk to her? Let me ask a question. You got five dollars? <laughs> yes, I do. Then I'll get in touch with her immediately. Could you please hurry, madam? I'm very anxious to speak to my grandmother. Just a second, lady. After all, I haven't got a direct line. Besides, I haven't summoned the spirit yet. Quiet. Hello, <laughs> Can you hear me? Grandmother! 
you did it. Is that your grandmother? Yes, it's me, my dear grandchild. How are you, grandmother? Very well, thank you. Is that really your grandmother? Yes, it's really me. Then tell me one thing, grandmother. Anything, my child. When did you learn to speak English? That is a good one. <laughs> There's a good one. One of our great comedy segments here at JM and the AM on a Tanis Esther getting ready for the big holiday of Purim. Thanks for joining us, everybody. You heard the uh, you heard the selection from uh, Moshe Shore before that, right? Moshe Shore with Ishi Hudi. Vata Maram was done by Simcha Liner live in Odessa. 52 degrees, sunshine, a high of 58. It's Thursday. We will be doing a live lunch between 11 and 1 o'clock Eastern time, <clears throat> so you can catch that. Some great program, programming between now and then, as we mentioned earlier. Um, Charlie Harari, Unlocking Greatness at 9 o'clock, 9.30 for Michael Fragan and Phil Goldfeder. They'll discuss uh, during spin class if President Trump is ever going to stop tweeting. Uh, Drew in the City Speaks, Encore presentation with Allison Josephs coming up at 10. And at 10.30, uh, That's Life is a nod to uh, Tani Dester and to International Women's Day. Miriam Al-Wallach will speak with Stern College Professor Shoshana Schechter to discuss great women in Tanakh and how they shaped a nation. A lot of great programming this morning. You want to make sure to keep your phone, your computer, your web radio. You want to make sure it's all tuned in to the Nahum Siegel Network all day long. Also... Keep in mind that Sunday is Purim, and starting with Matis on JM Sunday early in the morning, it is an incredible method, the Nahum Siegel Network, an incredible method to um, to have a wonderful Purim soundtrack accompany your day. Just keep it on the Nahum Siegel Network all day long on Sunday for your Purim Suda, uh, for when you're preparing Mishloch Manos, inviting people over, etc., etc. You'll be very happy with our incredible selections led by Mark Zamek uh, for the Purim uh, musical selections this coming Sunday. So make sure to keep it at the Nahum Siegel Network. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonish Basar of Zeb, Nebuchadnezzar of Alevi, and Zechonish Bas Esther, Basar of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Rambam writes in the beginning of Hilchus Tainus that the fast days of Klau Yisroel are because of Tsaros, the different calamities that have happened over the generations. This is in order to inspire our hearts to open up the way to tshuva. On the day of the fast, we recall our deeds and also the deeds of our fathers that were the cause of the situation we have today. With this remembrance, it's possible for us to return to good. As it says, we should confess our sins and the sins of our fathers. The Chassam Soifer comments that there are those who think that these fasts are simply because of the events that happened long ago, not the derech of tshuva, similar to the way that we're happy or we celebrate on the day of Yom Tov. The Rambam tells us this is not the case. We recite vidoy, the confession, and slichos, the penitential prayers, on every fast day because they are appointed to be days of tshuva, 
and introspection. The Rambam comes to tell us that the Nevi'im, the prophets, could not institute a new day for Tsar and Avelus for mourning, like there was a day of joy on Purim and Hanukkah. Because of this, we understand the day is solely for tshuva, for kapara, atonement, and for slicha, forgiveness. The Kedusha Slevi points out that on Purim, we first fast, and then we have a day of mishta rejoicing, eating, and drinking. On Yom Kippur, we first eat and drink, and afterwards we fast. We say in our tefillos, Remove the Satan, the adversary, from in front of us and from behind us. On Erev Yom Kippur, the adversary comes to accuse Klal Yisrael. Look at them, they're eating and they're drinking. Therefore we show them the Lefoneinu, what's ahead of us, when we will be fasting and sanctifying the day with special holiness. May Erev Advoiker. On Purim, the adversary comes once again to be Mekatrig, to accuse. Then we show him the Achreinu, what is behind us, the day of fasting and tshuva. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a freilich in Purim.
do you think, Sergeant? How much longer do you think we'll have to wait? I don't know, Corporal. But let's go over the plan again. You put the dynamite under the center of the bridge. Right. And the plunger's here beside me. Push that and the whole bridge goes. Now remember, when the car with NASA in it gets to the center of the bridge, that's when we blow it up. But, Sergeant, NASA was supposed to pass over the bridge at 1 o'clock this afternoon. What time is it now? 10 o'clock. It's 10 o'clock? Shh, quiet. You mean he's nine hours late? Yeah, but what are you so worried about? I hope nothing happened to him. <laughs> J.M. in the A.M. with some of our Adar comedy segments here on a... On a, uh, what's today? Thursday, Thomas Esther. I hope your fast is going fast, everybody, and you're doing well on this Thursday morning. What is this? Uh, Chabad of Canarsie in Starrett City is inviting everybody to a Purim feast this coming Sunday at 5.30 p.m. at the Young Israel of Canarsie with arts and crafts, desserts, a Jewish trivia game show, and much, much more. Uh, information, 718-207. 7701-207-7701. Zusha was here yesterday. You know that they are in a concert at the Bowery Ballroom on Saturday night. They're going to uh, they're gonna read Megillah there at 8.30. They're going to start at 9 with Zeke Finn and then Zusha at 10 o'clock on Saturday night. Should be a lot of fun. They were certainly a lot of fun yesterday, I could tell you that much. Hey, don't forget that the Mizrahi organization is encouraging everybody, as are we, to be in Yerushalayim for Yom Yerushalayim. It is, after all, the 50th anniversary of the reunification of Jerusalem. That is pretty amazing. 50th anniversary of the reunification of Jerusalem. The mega mission of a lifetime starts May the 22nd. Make sure your school, your shul, your men's club, your sisterhood, your organization, your family are all represented. Um, information is uh, Mizrahi.org slash YY50 Mizrahi.org slash YY50 for all the information trying to see what else I have here for everybody Mordechai Shapiro Saturday night at the Sterling Place in Teaneck, he'll be uh, the star at the Heichal HaTorah Purim Chagiga. That's this coming Saturday night. Um, got a nice note from uh, David Cutler, NCSY Summer Programs. They have a uh, an amazing night tonight. NCSY Kolel invites the entire community to get ready for Purim with an amazing night with Mordechai Shapiro, Right, Moshe Tzvi Weinberg and Rabbi Tzvi Sabolovsky tonight starting at 8 p.m. at Congregation Keter Torah on Romer Avenue in Teaneck, New Jersey. There's no charge. There'll be a meat buffet, kumzitz to follow. Uh, again, that's happening at Congregation Keter Torah, Romer, Romer Avenue in Teaneck. And that is tonight. And what else do we have here? Shushan Purim is the day. That we're going to be um, Shushan Purim is the day that we're going to be drawing the winner of the NCSY raffle this coming Monday. I'll give you details about that a little later on. How you can join in and be part of that uh, amazing experience. Trying to see what else we have here. Yesterday, uh, Miriam L. Wallach uh, alerted me to a brand new song by Derek Achim. <coughs> Excuse me, by Derek Achim. 
entitled Od Yishama. It's already a video out there. I see it has 1,800 views in the short time it's been on. It's Derech Achim Od Yishama, uh, brand new. This is JM in the AM. Brand new with Derek Achim. It is their uh, brand new single entitled Od Yishama here at JM in the AM. Well, my good friend Jordy Alter, who um, certainly has a role in uh, in the beginnings of my career, which we're not going to get into now, but I always like acknowledging that. He is with us live via telephone. Jordy Alter is the head of the uh, Amutah, the organization that takes care of baseball in Beit Shemesh, Israel. He's also vice president of the Israel Baseball Association. You can imagine how good of a mood he's in these days. Jordy Alter, welcome back to JM in the AM. 
wonderful to be with you. And regards from uh, Seoul, Korea. <laughs> Purim in Korea, huh? Is it Purim in Purim, Korea? Well, no. Or Japan? No, Purim will be in Japan, <laughs> God willing, you miss Hashem. But uh, we just we just broke fast a little while ago, and uh, had quite a uh, quite a wonderful day today. I can only imagine. And uh, for those of you wondering, Purim night for us. It'll be Purim night for us. Purim day for Jordy and company will be the next game. Uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Time Saturday night will be when uh, Team Israel goes up again in the uh, World Baseball Classic competition. So, so Israel, Team Israel, as we remember from Brooklyn, New York, a few months ago, uh, gets the final spot to qualify for the World Baseball Classic. Ends up with a pool with at least two, if not three, teams that are remar- that are how do I put it? Very much uh, that are much better than they are. Let's put it that way. Very, very competitive. Very competitive, and uh, you know, long history with, of, of fantastic teams in international competitions. Correct. And, uh, the Netherlands team was full of major league baseball players. Right, and a lot. And these, and these teams take this very, very seriously, as this team is real. And you go ahead, I don't know what you guys were expecting, I don't know what you considered to be you know, a, an accomplishment, whether it be one victory or hanging in tough each game, I don't know what people were discussing beforehand, but here you are, 3-0, and the only qualifying team to ever go 3-0 and in the first round, and you're moving on to round number two. I mean, this, can, can you walk us through this? Can you tell us how incredible this was game after game after game? Absolutely, would love to. Well, first of all, the team, which is which was put together uh, partially in, in the Brooklyn tournament a few months ago, we added some players. And uh, in Arizona, about a week before this tournament, players came together, about 20 out of the 20-man uh, roster. And there was definitely some electricity. There's a lot of there's a lot of experience on this team. Um, Ike Davis, Jason Marquis, Sam Fold, uh, guys who have long, uh, successful MLB careers. We have a lot of young players. Uh, in addition to some older players um, who are who have had some major league experience but are mostly minor league minor league careers, and they somehow blended really well together. In January, we brought ten of them over on a trip to Israel, and it was the most amazing amazing experience for them and for us. Uh, the kids came out uh, to Baptist Village to see them put on an ex- exhibition. We had a groundbreaking in Beit Shemesh for our future uh, baseball field. Uh, they went to Yad Vashem, obviously to the Kotel, and they had such an incredible experience. And that experience with them 10 together really started to form this team. And, and then a week before, they played together in Arizona, and they started this tournament this week against the Korean team, which uh, we expected to have a tremendous challenge from. And we uh, fought out an uh, extra inning game. We won 2-1. Uh, we left about 15 men on base, had multiple opportunities, and it was an incredible defensive defensive play that kept us in there, great pitching, and we won an extra innings 2-1. It was, it was an incredible turning point for us. Um, the second game we played against uh, Chinese Taipei, formerly known as Taiwan, and they have a you know, long uh, long career of you know, great teams. Sure. Especially in this particular tournament, they've actually advanced to the finals um, you know, or to the final four previously. And we we slaughtered them in that game. We won by uh, fifteen to seven. And then today against the Netherlands, uh, the team the Netherlands brought here was you know filled with uh, major league players, Bogarts and Simmons and uh, and Didi Gregorius. Uh, they have very very weak pitching, so we really thought that we had a chance against them. But the pitching actually performed well. But our pitching was better, and we held on for a four two victory today. It was really 
quite incredible. Do you have you have a, a team Israel has a pitcher that actually started two of the three games? Am I right? That's correct. Well, Jason Marquis, of course, who who, who has seven years of major league experience. Right. Um, Jason's been you know didn't pitch last year. I think he's actually hoping to get back onto a major league roster this year. But if not, he's got a great career in coaching and scouting. He's 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 brilliant, brilliant uh, baseball mind. I've been. I've been fortunate enough this week to hang around the dugout during the games and, you know, listening to the players, you know, converse during the games, which is just like, as I said to my friends, it's like a fantasy camp. Um, and you just hear the insight that you just, you know, you don't get from watching on TV, obviously. You know, you hear the commentators, but, you know, these guys are living in every single pitch, and it's incredible. And a guy like Jason Marquis, who just, just pitches – Brilliantly, he just he, he doesn't have the same physical skill that he may have had 10, 15 years ago, but he just outsmarts the opponent. Unbelievable! And, uh, that was very, very evident. This jo- Jordy Alter with us from Korea, where Tanis Esther has just ended. Um, World Baseball Classic, Israel is three and zero. So, uh, I mean, you could imagine, and I, I'm sure you've gotten enough, uh, you know, uh, enough of a communication from this side of the world that you don't even have to imagine it; you could feel it. Uh, the way the Jewish community of the United States is reacting to Team Israel's run so far in the World Baseball Classic. I mean, we have not stopped talking about it, and you can imagine the pride that we're taking and, you know, just hoping and praying that we're going to be able to see them continue to win more and more games. What reaction are you getting from Israel, both from the the Anglo community and uh, from the general Israeli community? Are you feeling that they that they, they get how big this is and what kind of, what kind of uh, you know, mark this is leaving on the baseball world? Yes, um, absolutely. It's very interesting because from the Israeli perspective, baseball really was not much, you know, outside of the Anglo community, really didn't exist. But we've gotten news requests from every single network, multiple requests almost every day now. Um, You know, all the newspapers and um, all the TV shows, radio shows have, you know, been calling for interviews and uh, the attention has been has been incredible. And this is really exactly what we were hoping for. And, you know, if we, we, we actually hoped that we would get to win so that we'd be able to move on. We did better than that. But the hope was to be able to move on to, so that we could spread the word because we really need to grow the sport in Israel. We need to be able to build facilities, and this is exactly what we needed. You know, we, you know, I, particularly the reason why I'm involved in this and why I've been involved in this since I made Aliyah almost 12 years ago is because I see with my kids who came when they were older to Israel the ability to play a sport that they were good at, something that they were comfortable with, made their connection, made their klita into Israeli society much stronger. Wow. And I, th- I feel as you know, somebody who's been coaching baseball in Israel also for 12 years, I see these kids who come you know, when they're older, and baseball gives them a structure, gives them something that they're good at. You know, when it's very, very difficult to make Aliyah when you're you know, 5, 6, 8, 12, 13, you come and you're, you're good at a sport and something that you can look forward to, something that's familiar, it's really, really important. And this type of spreading the word out to the country and, you know, to the states also, hopefully we'll get some support to help build our complex in Beit Shemesh. This is what we're looking for. That's our ultimate goal. Jordi Alter, Vice President of the Israel Baseball Association, is with us from Korea. Do we know who the first game in the second round is going to be against? Well, so the, the second round is going on still right now in, in, in Tokyo, actually. The, the, um, the potential opponents are Japan, Cuba, Australia, China. Uh, we assume that Japan will certainly make it in as the number one seed. 
which we assume that one of will either be facing China or um, China or not Australia. Yeah, China or Australia in that first game. That would be, or, or actually Cuba. I'm sorry, China or Cuba in that first game on Sunday. Um, that's almost certain. Then we would play the Netherlands again on Monday. That's for sure because they're also advancing as the number two, and then probably Japan on Wednesday. Those would be our three opponents: Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday. Sunday's game is before Megilla or after Megilla? Uh, <laughs> for you guys, it will be after Matzei Shabbat Megilla. <laughs> it will be at 10 p.m. Uh, Matzei Shabbat. Um, for us, it's 12 o'clock midday. So right. It will be uh, after. Daytime Yeah, I meant for you guys. I was just kidding around. All right, so yeah. so that there you have it. So that that's the, that's going to be the next time that Israel takes the field. Uh, I mean, what are they doing during the downtime? Is there a lot of game film? Is there a lot of scouting? Are they paying very careful attention to the three teams that they potentially could play? It's incredible how much time professional players spend at the ballpark. You know, it's 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 incredible. They go prior to a game. We're, we're at the field three to three and a half hours before. They do everything at the field. Just, you know, they they'll eat they'll eat multiple times. They'll go out and they'll practice. They come back and eat again. They have game meetings. They have you know you know they everything is there at the park. And a full game, you know, they're there for seven or eight hours. So that and then traveling back and forth. And it's a full day when you have a game. It's a really it's a full day. Did, we have some time to, to see the sites as well, but uh, but mostly it's focused on the game. Jordy, did any fans from the United States and or Israel join you guys in Korea? So we had we had quite a large contingent of fans on the first game against uh, South Korea. Some of them were the local um, embassy people from you know the Israeli embassy people, even some of the Korean embassy people who the Israeli embassy people had befriended came as our guests. Um, but we had many fans. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the parents of the players, which is interesting. So these are professional players. Um, many of them are you know, playing single A, double A, triple A in the, in the majors, but many of their parents are here actually because they felt so important wow. that, in this tournament to them that they were here. Uh, more than half the players' parents or spouses were here. Um, my my wife and kids were here as well. Uh, we had some crazy fans that came from Israel as well. We had uh, crazy. I say that with love and affection because it was amazing to see. You know, you know, a bunch of people with Israeli flags in the in the crowd. It was really quite uh, quite moving. Yeah, I think there's somebody on social media who calls himself the biggest fan of Team Israel from America who's uh, been joining you. I believe so. So that's Zach, Zach Reb. Yeah. Everybody knows Zach Reb. That's it. That's Zach. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Uh, we wish yeah. you the best of luck. I mean, by the way, I can't I can't end this conversation yeah. without acknowledging just what we saw in Brooklyn is exactly what's happening in Korea and Japan. And, and what I mean by that is. That when the players are introduced and the anthems are played, they are wearing kippot un- under their their baseball caps, which I think is one of the most incredible, incredible kiddush Hashem's out there. Hashem, agreed. And also, of course, I'm sure the mention on the bench has gotten lots of play this right. weekend. I imagine back in the states as well. Oh yeah, has to be my talis. Uh, my talis is on the bench on the bench this week, so I have the pleasure of sharing that you know with the uh, with the audience as well. <laughs> if, if I can. If I can, Nachman, I just would like to you know, point out to your audience, if anybody would like to help us in Israel with, with developing our complex in Beit Shemesh, they can contact me at jordyalter49 at gmail.com, jordyalter49 at gmail.com. And anybody has any suggestions or would like to just get some, you know, anything that they would like to know, 
please reach out to me. We really appreciate the help. All right, Jordy Alter, A-L-T-E-R, 49, at gmail.com. Everybody can be in touch with Jordy, and uh, certainly the help is, is, is certainly welcome. And in addition, do you have anything you. you can add in terms of uh, helping out Team Israel? He'll be more than happy to speak to you about that as well. Uh, Jordy, great Thanks. speaking to you. Enjoy Korea. Simchat Purim Thanks, to you definitely. and the entire team. Let them know that there are, a lot of, there are a lot of people, a lot of people in this country who are staying up late at night and waking up early in the morning, including a lot of people in Israel as well who are waking up early in the morning to see the games, to follow them, and to root Team Israel on. That's awesome, Nahum. Thank you so much. And Purim Sameach to you and the entire audience. And uh, some call today, and thank you so much for having me. A pleasure. There he is, Jordy Alter. He's with the team. <laughs> Vice President of the Israel Baseball Association. Yeah, they take off their caps for the national anthem. There are kippot on the head of each player. It, it is pretty amazing. I wish other um, other Jewish athletes would, would, would understand how much of an impact that makes. Really amazing. Anyway, next game for us, meaning meaning Eastern time zone, the next game is uh, Purim night, Saturday night at 10 p.m. That game is being played in Japan at 12 noon on Sunday. Happy Purim, everybody, from Team Israel. Pretty unbelievable. Oh, yeah, I wonder if anybody's going to be dressing up as a Team Israel player on Sunday. That would be a good costume for Purim. Yeah. With all the Team Israel pride that's out there now, there may be some Team Israel jerseys on display this coming Purim. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. By the way, uh, someone asked earlier what we were playing. That was the Derech Achim, Derech Achim group with Od Yishama that you heard earlier. Also, listener Morris on the app reminds us that tomorrow night there'll be a special Kalbach Shabbat at the Spartak Synagogue in Brooklyn, 511 Avenue R. That'll begin at 5.45 p.m., 511 Avenue R. Come one, come all, celebrate a unique Spartak Kalbach Kabbalat Shabbat. And that is happening happening tomorrow night in Brooklyn, New York. Women are welcome, and they are expanding the women's section specifically for that purpose. More coming up. Hour number three starts with Gershon Varoba. It's JM in the AM.
B comes from Gershon Varoba. Three minutes after 8 o'clock in the morning. It's Thursday. It's JM and the AM. Today's a fast day. The Tannis Esther. The fast of Esther. Traditionally on Tannis Esther, even when it is a uh, little bit in advance, usually, of course, Tannis Esther precedes the Megillah and Purim immediately, but not the case this year. We'll read the Megillah Saturday night. In uh, Jerusalem, they'll read the Megillah Sunday night. Uh, but it is Tannis Esther and a golden opportunity, a really an amazing opportunity to remind everybody out there about the dangers of overdoing it. Yeah, there are uh, some dangers involved when it comes to uh, the way some people celebrate Purim. There are two people uh, on the phone line who have addressed this topic in the past. The first is the founder of Mask, Mothers and Fathers Aligned Saving Kids, who literally do save kids on a regular basis. Ruchama Klapman is with us live via telephone. Ruchama, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for having us. A pleasure. And uh, with us in the capacity this time not to really uh, discuss the um, the uh, amazing parts of delicious kosher wine, but to discuss the the um, precautions that people need to take out there is, the, in fact, the number one kosher wine sommelier on Planet Earth, the one and only Jay Bookspam. Jay, good morning to you. How are you? Baruch Hashem. Purim is fast approaching, Jay. Purim is fast approaching. You're happy about yeah. that, right? I, I certainly am. You We're going to sell a lot of wine. Yeah, you, I was just going to say, you like the holiday of Purim. <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful. But there, wonderful. Are, but there are precautions, there are warnings that even you... Mr. Kosher Wine Cellar, Mr. Want to Make Sure There's Great Kosher Wine in Every Jewish Home on Earth, there are still some precautions that you and Ruchama have reminded this audience about for years. Which one of you is going to start uh, this conversation about the uh, hazards that could arise on Purim Night and Purim Day? Drum roll, please, Ruchama. Go ahead. Ruchama, take it away. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Uh, I admit, first of all, I want to thank you, uh, Nahum, for having us on uh, to share this message. Uh, also, I want to thank Kedem for partnering with Mask for sharing the message that no home is a safe place for teen drinking. Um, there is uh, providing alcohol to minors is illegal, and fines are up to a thousand dollars and or up to one year in jail. We know people that got arrested because their kids 
had parties in their home, and neighbors, other parents notified the police that children were underage drinking in people's homes, and people were arrested in Brooklyn and in Long Island that I know of last year for having uh, Purim parties in their home serving alcohol to underage kids. So please, the message is no underage drinking. You must watch the alcohol in your refrigerator, after your parties, during your current parties. Please watch the alcohol. Kids tell us their first drinks were either at bar mitzvahs mm. or Purim, the unattended alcohol. Wow. Uh, and, and that's one deterrent, the fine that you mentioned, the fact that someone literally can be and have been arrested. That should be a deterrent. Uh, there are other deterrents as well. I mean, uh, nobody wants to see anybody uh, get sick. Nobody wants to see somebody become, as as you could attest to, addicted to anything. Um, and as you said, you know, people that have uh, really serious trouble down the road, very often it starts with innocent drinking and shul at home. And certainly, uh, Purim is one of those days. Ruhama, what other what other things that people need to know? I know that there's a special phone number that you always uh, give out to our audience for parents. Yes. parents. Our phone number is seven one eight seven five eight zero four zero zero. We are open from ten a.m. to ten p.m. You can call anonymously. Uh, we have a helpline. We offer groups. We are a referral agency for all mental health, addiction, and school issues. We just celebrated our 20th anniversary, and we're here to help the community for prevention and awareness of not only alcohol, but all mental health issues, including addictions. Uh, so pick up the phone, listeners. Call if you have a question anonymously. Don't wait until it's a full-blown uh, issue. Call early on. You know, after 20 years of taking off the mask of the community, of knowing that there are issues and dealing with it, there are so many organizations out there that we could connect uh, people with to get the proper assistance that their family may need. And you've seen uh, you've seen the worst of of endings for people for young people. Uh, who have serious problems, you want people to use that phone number if there is a young person in our community, whether it's their own child or not, young person in our community with with an addiction problem or any other problem as you just described, use the phone number. It's a confidential hotline. And reach out, and hopefully Mass can help you intervene and uh, and get positive results. They've done it many, many times. 400. Jay Buxbaum, you've always painted a very graphic picture of what Purim should and should not be like. I guess now, because it is Tanis Esther, it's your opportunity to remind the audience, young and old, uh, how people should behave on the upcoming holiday. Malcolm, you know, I've always said this, the, the, uh, the reaction to, to my talks with you on air are always greatest. The most people who call me or talk to me in shul or say, I heard you this morning, happens all the time when I'm on the air. But the time that it happens most is not when I'm talking about wine, but when I'm talking about being careful about consuming wine. And that's this uh, program that we do every year. And 
And one of the graphic, as you mentioned, I love mentioning it over and over again because people <laughs> so so people remember it. Is that I remember as a kid uh, not doing the right thing and leaning over the curb on Purim, puking my guts out. That is not fun. <laughs> Believe me, it is not fun. And uh, you know, I, the message has to go out there. I'm, I'm saying this to the parents, but I'm also saying this to the kids who might be out there thinking, oh, boy, I'm going to really tie one on uh, this Sunday. Believe me, it is not fun. I will tell you, and big disclaimer here, big, big, big disclaimer, check with your local rabbi, but I did the halachas of um, Sudas Purim recently. Right. Ooh, that's pretty impressive, right, Jay? Say the least. <laughs> anyway, I did the halachas of Sudas Purim, and one of, you know, one of the things that we learn as kids is that, you know, if you can't drink enough to Adeloyada till you don't know the difference between Ham and Mordechai, between supposedly evil and, and good, all right, then you could take a nap. And people think that that's a bidyevet, that that's, you know, a kind of like a, a stopgap, you know, that you really should drink, right? right? But if you can't, then you could take a nap, and that, that fulfills the same mitzvah. Well, guess what? I, I don't know if it's, again, ask your local rabbi, I don't know if it's Mechaber or the Ramah, but one of them says, no, don't drink. Drink a little bit and take a nap. It's not a b'dievet. It's a little chachila, according to some. And so, therefore, you have what to hang your hat on. And believe me, this is according to, apparently, according to that uh, viewpoint, it's not only a b'dievet. It's not only a stopgap. It's the way it should be done. So don't be afraid not to drink. You know, don't have to force it. Uh, and, and really, as Rahama said, and I know people, too, I know kids, too, who've said, you know, the first who have been in trouble with, with alcohol or other abuses, um, substance abuses, who said it all started either on Simchas Torah or on Purim or on, you know, Bar Mitzvah or whatever. By the way, Ruchamah said no underage. Underage doesn't mean 16, doesn't mean 17, doesn't mean 18, doesn't mean 19, doesn't mean 20. It means, you know, if you're under 21, you can be 20 and 11 months and six days, that's underage drinking. Right. And it's illegal, and it's scary. And, by the way, it's not just... Rechama uh, was right to point out that you could be arrested and put in jail for a year. But it's not just that. Imagine, God forbid, if you give somebody a drink, whether it be underage or not, but certainly underage, and they do something that hurts somebody else, guess who's responsible? Yep. It's not just them. They're certainly responsible, I would imagine, but... It's also you. You're going to be held responsible for that. Uh, several years ago, the city of New York started taking cars away and impounding them and confiscating them, not just taking them away for, you know, temporarily. So there's a lot, there's a lot to be frightened about with this. It's very, very serious. Enjoy it. If you're going to drink and, put, and drink a little bit more than, than, you know, than normal, that's fine. And if you're an adult, that's fine. But make sure you give your car keys to somebody else. And if you're somebody, if you're at somebody else, and you see a friend or a loved one or just anyone, another yid, drinking and to the point where you you understand that they are not capable of driving safely, take their keys away. They'll hate you for the day, but they'll love you because they'll live for the rest of their lives. 
No question about it. Great messages from Jay Booksbaum. Great messages from Ruchama Klapman. Any information about masks, you can dial 718-758-0400. is a confidential hotline. 718-758-0400. Ruchama, one of the uh, listeners on the app wants to know if there's a website for masks. Our website was hacked and it's being redone. It should be up very shortly. But you can, everybody could donate online. There is a place to donate to save lives. uh, Maskparents.org. I just wanted to say thank you to Assemblyman Dovhaiken, Councilman Chaim Deutsch, and Councilman David Greenfield. There are signs in the in Bar Park and Flatbush and Crown Heights in the liquor stores that say no home is safe for underage drinking, and those signs are all co-sponsored by them. So I want to say a special yashkoach to the liquor stores that are hanging the signs and spreading the message, and to the assemblymen and councilmen that are sponsoring those signs. So thank you. Thank you, Ruchama, and a happy Purim to you. Happy Purim to all. Jay, happy, pur- Jay, happy Purim to you, and thanks for joining uh, us. As they say, Williamsburg, Afreilich and Purim is right. Ruchama Klapman, Jay Booksbaum, you know how important the message is, everybody. More coming up. This is JM in the AM. Brand new, eighth day. If you want one more try You can't tell the truth with a lie A man can't be honest without being strong And you can't be a singer without a song Are you really so bold if you're ready to fold? Fashion, it changes, I'm told I can't always be right, yet maybe I'm wrong But you can't be a singer without a song Shy away from your light Stand up what's right Get up, get up, get up Don't shy away, shy away You can't reach for heaven If you're stuck on seven You can't share a slice all alone Boats don't cross rivers With shoulders and shivers And you can't be a singer
Yes? Mr. Silverberg, your son is on the phone. My son is on the phone. <laughs> Hello, Papa. Hello, Papa. How are you, Papa? How are you, Papa? Papa, I made a fantastic sale today. Papa, I made a fantastic sale today. Silverberg and Sons dresses will be bigger than ever. Silverberg and Sons dresses will be bigger than ever. Papa, write down the order. Papa, write down the order. Are you ready? Are you ready? Style, 1102, red, 2,000 dozen. Style, 1102, red, 2,000 dozen. Style, 88, green, 3,500 dozen. Style, 88, green, 3,500 dozen. Style, 48, 6, yellow stripe, 900 dozen. Style, 48, 6, yellow stripe, 900 dozen. That's it! That's it. Now hold on a minute while I get a pencil. J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning, Tannis Esther. Hope your fast is going fast, everybody, so far. Uh, and I thank you very much for joining us here at J.M. in the A.M. Uh, let's see here. I want to remind everybody. Let's see here. I have it, uh, have it in an email. I uh, want to remind everybody that... Uh, NCSY has a um, a raffle going on right now that we're going to be drawing on Shushan Purim, and I thought I had the uh, the address where you could purchase the tickets in front of me. Um, and as soon as I find it, I will pass it on to you. Huh. I thought I had it here. Um, Anyway, so uh, this coming Monday, those of you who are anxious, and I mean anxious, to um, to hear who wins the big raffle, you want to make sure to um, to tune in Shushan Purim morning at JMN. Here it is. Um, when you purchase a ticket to the NCSY Summer Purim raffle, which we're going to be drawing on Shushan Purim this coming Monday here at at JM in the AM, um, you'll be entered to win one of three unbelievable prizes. Tickets for two to Israel, a $500 Visa gift card, a free NCSY summer program of your choice. If you go to the following address, summer.ncsy.org slash Purim raffle, summer.ncsy.org slash Purim raffle, you can go ahead and purchase a raffle. And uh, get ready for Monday. Monday, we draw the winner here at JM and the AM. Very much looking forward to that, of course. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, so Shushan Purim morning on Monday, we're going to be doing that right here at JM and the AM. But again, uh, for information, you go to summer.ncsy.org slash Purim Raffle. Summer.ncsy.org slash Purim Raffle. More coming up. Avremo on a Tanis Esther morning at JM and the AM. <laughs>
my way. I didn't know Right, left, straight ahead or turn around Suddenly a voice spoke to me It was music to my ears It opened my eyes and calmed me down It was the sweetest word I heard to me
Now, Mr. Campbell, that completes our tour of the camp. And if you like, I'll walk you back to the headquarters building. Oh, yes, thank you, General Berkowitz. You know, it certainly has been a very fulfilling experience here visiting with your troops. I'm, I'm certain my readers will be as impressed as I am with the discipline and precision with which this camp is run, especially since it's an army made up basically of civilians. Thank you, Mr. Campbell. It's always a pleasure showing a member of the press around. Yeah, well, oh, General, uh, excuse me, I, I guess you didn't notice that guard. The, the private we just walked past didn't salute you. He didn't what? He didn't salute me? <laughs> no, General, he, he didn't. Well, we'll see about that. Soldier, is it true that when I just passed you, that you didn't salute me? That's right, I didn't salute you. What's the matter, Mendel? You're mad at me. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Nothing like a great comedy segment on a Tannis Esther morning as we get ready for Purim 5777. It's JM in the AM. Don't forget, Malcolm Honeline joins you tomorrow. Weekly update, 740 tomorrow morning here at JM in the AM. You'll want to be up to date on everything that's going on in the uh, amazing world of ours. Also, there's a great lineup of wonderful programming right after JM in the AM this morning for Tanis Esther. Charlie Harari is going to be on next uh, with the uh, Unlocking Greatness program, followed by uh, Michael Fagan. Michael Fagan. Michael Fragan, thank you. And the Phil Goldfeder. Um, that'll be a, um, a spin class program that will talk about the President of the United States and Twitter and a whole bunch of other things. Allison Josephs, Jew in the City Speaks, an encore presentation at 10 a.m. And at 10.30, that's life with Miriam L. Wallach, a nod to Tanis Esther and to International Women's Day. It'll be Stern College's Professor Shoshana Schechter joining Miriam L. Wallach to discuss great women in Tanakh and how they shaped a nation. So that's all happening this morning. Live lunch, or live no lunch, however you want to refer to it, for a Tanis Esther coming up between 11 and 1 o'clock. So you'll be able to hear that, and we'll be in studio at that time between 11 and 1 with the usual live lunch Thursday uh, goings-on. You know, uh, last week we were in Boca, seems like 100 years ago already, and um, there were a couple of emails that I had seen from listener Cena that I simply never got to, and I wonder if I have them here. I thought I might... Let's see here. Um, listener Cena last week on February the 28th, she wrote, Hi, hope the trip is going well. Can't believe you're finally broadcasting live from Florida. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, best wishes for a very happy birthday going out to daughter Tippy Schreiber of Bayswater. Tippy, we hope you have, or in this case had, a terrific day. Wish you a wonderful year ahead, filled with good health, simcha, and nachas. And speaking of nachas, thank you for all the nachas you send our way through your beautiful kinderlach. We'll gladly take that any time with much love from Ima and Abba. So that's listeners, Cena and Ira down in Florida. And I knew that there was something that uh, that they had sent um, while we were away. So I apologize for being that late, but a belated happy birthday from all of us here at JM and the AM. And I know that they do appreciate, even when we get the birthday wishes, a drop later than they thought we would. <laughs> Fast of Esther, Tanis Esther goes until tonight. Plenty more coming up on a Thursday as we continue. Uh, one of the, uh, the the reason we played that Yossi Green selection, Kane, with Chazanitz Mayor Helfgott, is as um, one of our listeners pointed out, and I thank them, 
Those are words from Maslichas for Tanis Esther. So thank you for that. Avram Fried before that with Recalculate off of Bring the House Down. More coming up at JM in the AM.
pardon me, sir, but I've been watching you here at the grave for over a half hour. I guess the deceased was a close relative. No, I never met him. I did you die? I did you die? I beg your pardon, sir. You say you never met him and you carry on like this. Then tell me, who is buried here? My wife's first husband. You're two hours late. Two hours. You better have a good excuse. Uh, well, sir, I was I was sleeping in the barracks when I was awakened by this mysterious noise. Huh? So I crept out. I find four thousand of the enemy surrounding the camp. I see. So I snug up behind them and I gave them my hands up. Young Ho Goldstein. Yes. <laughs> so I tied them all up and I marched them fifty miles down the road to the PW camp. And then what? And then I went back and I drove the forty-two tanks they had with them to the motor pool and I repainted them. Repainted them? Yes. Blue and white. Then I went back to the barracks and took a nice warm bath, and here I am. Uh-huh. And that took you a whole two hours? Amazing Purim selections on this Tanis Esther morning, that's for sure. A lot of great comedy segments as well mixed in. Hope you enjoyed those. They are pretty remarkable, I must say. I'm glad we're able to present those. Uh, Alan Fagan is with us live via telephone. He, of course, Executive Vice President of the uh, Orthodox Union. And um, Governor Andrew Cuomo here in New York visited Jerusalem earlier this week in an expression of solidarity with the Jewish community accompanied by the OU's Executive Vice President, Alan Fagan. Following a meeting with the Jerusalem mayor, the governor announced the creation of a New York-Israel commission charged with assisting in the creation and promotion of opportunities for the development of new programs and economic partnerships, celebrating the relationship between New York State and the State of Israel. Governor Cuomo appointed Alan Fagan as co-chair of the commission. Alan Fagan, happy Purim. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Good to be uh, with you. Uh, uh, easy fast and a freilich and Purim to you and all of your listeners. Greatly appreciate that. Let, before we talk about the commission, tell me what you thought of the governor's trip in general. I know that in this area, and I think really internationally it made quite an impact. What do you think of his uh, attempt to... Um, uh, to, 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 to show solidarity with Israel, especially during these times, what's happening here in the United States? I, I thought uh, uh, the governor's uh, action in taking literally a day uh, uh, to go to Israel, 
in order to make a very, very clear statement, uh, both to the Jewish community and to the world, uh, about his own personal sense of outrage at what was taking place now in the United States, recognizing that this has been an increasingly alarming problem uh, throughout the globe, has been a problem for the state of Israel uh, uh, for decades. Uh, uh, to, to go now when this problem is uh, rearing its head uh, in uh, a rather extraordinary fashion uh, in the United States uh, and to express in Israel solidarity with the Jewish people, solidarity with Israel, uh, and, and a personal sense of enormous outrage at what's taking place, uh, I, I thought was an enormously important uh, statement. What was the reaction in Israel, the prime minister's office, people you met on the street, those who are familiar in the Israeli government with the way things work over here? What was the reaction to his visit? Uh, you know, the, the reaction was twofold. Uh, there, there was an official reaction, uh, obviously, from uh, the president, uh, uh, Ruby Rivlin, uh, with whom he met, with the prime minister, with the mayor of uh, Yerushalayim, uh, all of them uh, expressing uh, uh, enormous uh, uh, gratitude uh, for this very, very tangible uh, sign of uh, solidarity. Uh, and then there was the very personal reaction in the street. Uh, obviously, uh, there, there are thousands and thousands of American uh, expats uh, who are in Israel, people who are visiting, tourists, uh, not just from the state of New York, but from all over, uh, who uh, recognized him as he walked from place to place and visited various uh, 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 important locations uh, uh, in Israel, uh, there was a very, very uh, warm and um, uh, embracing feeling from, from lots of people that uh, got passed um, uh, while he was walking from place to place. I was impressed that so many people, especially the higher-ups in the Israeli government, literally cleared their schedule, as you described, you know, at, at the last minute, so to speak, in order to make sure to meet with him and to show their appreciation for his visit. Alan Fagan is with us. He's executive vice uh, Executive Vice President, of course, of the Orthodox Union. He was with Governor Cuomo in Israel uh, this past uh, Sunday. The um, the commission, the commission, and you are you're going to uh, to co-chair the commission that um, uh, that uh, Governor Cuomo has founded. What do you think? What are the goals? What do you, what do you see happening in terms of this relationship between New York State and the State of Israel? Well, the, the, the goals of the commission are really to uh, uh, try to find ways to build on and to enhance uh, primarily the economic uh, relationship between the state of New York uh, and uh, uh, Israel. Uh, Israel, uh, something that I really uh, did not know uh, until the commission was formed, uh, Israel is the fifth largest trading partner of the state of New York. Wow. Uh, there is enormous economic interchange in a variety of uh, arenas between New York State uh, and Israel. Uh, and the goal of this commission is to build on that platform of cooperation uh, and economic interchange, to deepen it, to broaden it, uh, and uh, uh, to bring uh, uh, as, as, as many resources as we can uh, to uh, enhancing the nature of that um, uh, business and economic set of ties uh, between Israel and the state of New York. Would you say there's a lot of opportunities? That's endless. Uh, 
the opportunities are uh, extraordinary, uh, and in areas that are particularly important, not just for Israel, which has become an enormous economic powerhouse, but real opportunities uh, for the state of New York. This was uh, not uh, this was not uh, an exercise uh, in doing something positive solely for Israel. Uh, I think the governor was uh, equally focused on the enormous benefits that would accrue to the economy of the state of New York, uh, particularly uh, in areas that are really critical to the future growth of the New York state economy, uh, various uh, uh, areas of, of, of technology. Uh, cybersecurity is now becoming an enormous industry in Israel and a very substantial portion of its exports. Uh, there are some 200 cybersecurity firms uh, that have begun recently uh, in Israel. Uh, we were introduced uh, to a, a company in Israel uh, that now has a $10 billion market capitalization. Uh, that's equal, just to put it in some context, uh, to about 20% of the market capitalization of General Motors. Wow. Uh, and this company has become the world leader uh, in, in the technology for uh, driverless cars. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a brand new technology. It's taking hold uh, all across the world. It's the wave of the future. Uh, and the same is true in, in a whole variety of arenas uh, in uh, medical devices, in medical technology, uh, in in uh, cybersecurity, in in data maintenance, uh, the, the the Israeli industry, this notion of the startup nation, uh, is, uh, uh, is this is not puffery. Uh, Israel has become an enormous global powerhouse now. Uh, everywhere you go in Israel, you will find delegations of business people from across the globe, from China, from India, from Australia, across uh, the continent of Africa, uh, coming to Israel uh, not only to uh, try to redevelop diplomatic ties, but with an enormous focus on the development of new and improving economic relationships. Really amazing. The whole thing is incredible. Uh, Alan Fagan's with us, Executive Vice President, uh, Orthodox Union. He is now a co-chair of the New York-Israel Commission, as designated by the governor of the state of New York, Andrew Cuomo. Uh, finally, Alan, you know what's on the mind of so many uh, uh, Jewish Americans and American Jews, and that is uh, the incidents that are happening nationwide, the JCCs and the bomb threats, the... Uh, overturning of stones in Jewish cemeteries and so many other, uh, of the other hate crimes that we are becoming more and more familiar with on, unfortunately, a regular basis. Um, what can you tell us from your leadership position, from spending time with the governor and others, what can you tell us about the efforts that are being made uh, by law enforcement in this country to, uh, to get these events under control and to arrest the uh, people who are responsible for them? So let, let me see if I can divide it into uh, a couple of pieces. Uh, first, uh, and, and, and this is uh, as, as late as uh, yesterday afternoon, a complete briefing that we received uh, with respect to law enforcement efforts, uh, not only law enforcement efforts here in the state of New York, but throughout the country uh, involving uh, uh, every agency of the government that is responsible for the investigation and apprehension 
uh, of of uh, 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 what can only be described uh, as uh, uh, um, internal terrorist uh, activity, activity that simply cannot be tolerated in a civilized community. I think it's fair to say that law enforcement at every level uh, is really focused uh, uh, on this issue uh, and devoting enormous uh, uh, resources to it. I know that the governor has created a special unit uh, within the New York State Police. Uh, uh, there are, uh, within Homeland Security, over a 100 uh, dedicated officers uh, of Homeland Security, senior security advisors that have fanned out across the country to provide training and guidance and support uh, to Jewish institutions. So I, I think that the response of the organized Jewish community and the response of law enforcement uh, has been to do uh, uh, as much as they can uh, to apprehend uh, the lunatics who are responsible uh, for this activity. Uh, at the same time, uh, I, I think that uh, it's also critically important that we as a community need to redouble our efforts to make certain that we receive from government the resources that are necessary to protect our institutions, to protect our shuls, to protect our schools, to protect our Jewish centers uh, and other facilities and installations. Uh, you know, uh, Nachum, that uh, uh, just a week and a half ago, shortly before his trip, uh, the governor announced uh, a, uh, uh, a new program to request from the New York State Legislature $25 million right. uh, of new funding for security services uh, for schools within the religious community uh, to protect them. Uh, that is a major step forward uh, for New York State. Uh, we have efforts ongoing in the state of New Jersey to try to seek uh, similar funding. Uh, but we need to go back uh, to the federal government, which, which really is the source of much of the funding in this arena, and it's a drop in the bucket. Uh, last year, we fought for uh, an increase in authorization from the Department of Homeland Security for security grants for not-for-profit institutions. We were able to get that number up from the $15 million that had previously been allocated to $20 million, so a $5 million increase. But, but it is so insignificant in terms of the needs of thousands and thousands of bricks-and-mortar institutions uh, shuls across the United States, Jewish centers, community centers, schools, preschools, uh, um, uh, and, and our yeshivot and day schools that simply lack the funds and the technical ability to do the kinds of security enhancements uh, that are required. We see right here in the city of New York uh, what an enormous difference it has made to have uh, been able to advocate for funding from the New York City Council for protection for private schools comparable to that provided to public schools. And now we see all of our yeshivas and day schools with security guards uh, uh, standing at the front door. Uh, it's not enough. It's a first step, but it was an important step. And the City Council alone provided $20 million of funding for security. So just imagine what it would take uh, to mount an appropriate nationwide effort to see to it that our institutions are adequately uh, protected. We just can't wait for a tragedy 
to impel this kind of response. We've got to come together as a community and press our elected officials uh, to put their money where their mouths are. Uh, and to provide the necessary security funding uh, that will protect uh, all of us, not just the Jewish community, but every faith community that is under attack uh, and threatened uh, by those that would engage in this despicable conduct. Well said, and uh, on this Tanis Esther, and we know what threats against Jews could be like historically. We have to pay careful attention to the ones that are being made today. Uh, we are out of time. I thank you so much. Alan Fagan, he was with the Governor of New York in Israel. He is now co-chair of the Governor's Commission on Israel, on New York Israel, and of course he's Executive Vice President of the Orthodox Union. I take this opportunity to wish you a very happy Purim, and thank you so much for your efforts and for all the work the OU is doing in this area. Thank you, Nachum, and happy Purim to you. More coming up. Well, I should say not more coming up, but uh, we're ready to wrap things up. Charlie Harari is next on the Nachum Single Network. Uh, then and uh, then uh, Michael Fragan and uh, Phil Goldfeder with Spin Class. They will talk about Donald Trump and his tweeting. Then you've got the um, uh, then you've got <laughs> then you've got the uh, Allison Josephs and Drew in the City program, and um, uh, Mary Wallach with a great edition um, for Purim on uh, the on female Jewish heroes in our history coming up between ten thirty and eleven o'clock with That's Life, and then we'll do a live lunch starting at eleven o'clock. Or a live no lunch on this Tanis uh, Esther. Uh, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored. Uh, heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Oh boy, uh, that does it for a Thursday morning. Tomorrow. Weekly update and a lot more as we get closer and closer to the holiday of Purim, which begins Saturday night and begins Sunday night in Jerusalem. Go get them, Team Israel. The next game, as Jordy Alter told us during that conversation, will be Purim night, Saturday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. That'll be the next game for Team Israel in the World Baseball Classic. Have a fabulous Thursday and a fast, fast day. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.